You're Within the Norms, the blog that explores boundaries of medical science and law. Reported by youairwithinthenorms.com Norman J. Clement RPH, DDS, Norman L. Clement Farm Tech, Malachi F. McCandle Farm D, Belinda Brown Parker, in the spirit of Joseph Salvo Esquire Incorporated. T. Spirit of Rev. In the spirit of Walter R. Clement B.S., M.S., M.B.A., Harvey Jenkins M.D., Ph.D., in the spirit of C.T. Vivian, Jelani Zimbabwe Clement, B.S., M.B.A., in the spirit of the Han. Patrice Lumumba, in the spirit of Erlen Clement S.R., Walter F. Wren III, M.D., Julie Killingsworth, Renee Blair, R.P.H., D.R., Terence Sasaki, M.D. Leslie Pompey M.D., Christopher Russo, M.D., Nancy Seafelt, Willie Gignard B.S., Joseph Webster M.D., M.B.A., Beverly C. Prince M.D., Fax, Neil Arnand, M.D., Richard Call, M.D., Leroy Baylor, J.K. Joshi M.D., M.B.A., Adrienne Edmondson, Esther Hyatt Ph.D., Walter L. Smith B.S., in the spirit of Brom Fisher Esquire, Michelle Alexander M.D., Kudjo Wilding B.S., Martin Najoku, B.S., R.P.H., in the spirit of Deborah Lynn Shepard, Barris E. Muchet, Strategic Advisors. Accept as authorize. Jeff Singer M.D. During the late 1990s and early 2000s, as opioid prescribing increased, prescription pain pills were more easy to divert into the black market for non-medical users. When policymakers decided that opioid prescribing was the cause of the overdose crisis, federal and state policymakers took measures to reduce opioid prescribing. Furthermore, the Drug Enforcement Administration placed quotas on the manufacturing of all types of prescription opioids, ratcheting those quotas downward year after year. By 2019, the reduction in the prescribing rate led the DEA to announce that less than 1% of controlled substances distributed to retail purchasers were getting diverted. Overdose deaths increase while prescription narcotic prescribing volume dropped. Kant. However, overdose deaths soared while prescription volume dropped as non-medical users migrated to cheaper and more readily available heroin and now fentanyl. Between 2011 and 2017 the proportion of opioid-related overdose deaths due to prescription pain relievers dropped precipitously while those due to heroin and fentanyl surged. Preliminary data for 2018 point to this trend continuing. The share of opioid-related deaths involving fentanyl rose from 14% in 2010 to 60% in 2017. Based on data from the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, fentanyl or heroin was involved in 75% of opioid-related deaths in 2017. Just 30% involved prescription opioids, down from 52% in 2010, but 68% of those cases also involved heroin, fentanyl, cocaine, barbiturates, benzodiazepines, or alcohol, meaning fewer than 10% of opioid-related deaths involved prescription opioids without those other dangerous substances. Exposing Prosecutorial and Judical Corruption In the War on Us, Colleen Cowles raises the alarm and offers practical, proven reforms. There are answers, as long as we have the will to implement change. It's time to end the war on drugs, and the war on all of us. This book is the roadmap to do just that. The 90 Morphine Milligram Equivalent Fraud Standard Perpetrated by DEA Law Enforcement Perhaps where our opioid policies fail worst is the insistence that doctors and patients adhere to the 90 MME or less rule, something I have thoroughly taken apart. Not only is the scientific origin of the 90 MME maximum daily dose mysterious but there is no evidence that it is anything more than an arbitrary number, a dose that could be too high for one patient and too low for another. 
safety is one of the arguments for establishing a maximum daily dose, but the Frontiers in Pain research paper suggests that this is dead wrong. Chart was edited for clarity and to remove unnecessary data. The five values indicate that between 2006 to 2010, there was an excellent correlation, strong model, between per capita prescribed MME, morphine milligram equivalents, and opioid sales, something that should be obvious. When more opioids are prescribed more will be consumed. Total overdose deaths and prescribed per capita MME, from any opioid, and overdose deaths. The more prescription opioid pills available, the more overdose deaths. Overdose deaths, from any opioid, and prescribed per capita MME and overdose deaths. The more opioid pills available, the more overdose deaths. Overdose deaths, from all opioids, and prescribed per capita MME and overdose deaths. The more prescriptions, the more hospital admissions. So, it is not surprising that Aubrey and Carr conclude, 4. Greater than for the years covered in the CDC's original chart, for which MME per capita data are available, i.e., 2006 to 2010, the CDC's claim of positive-slash-direct relationships between TOD, total opioid deaths, AOD, all opioid deaths, POD, prescription opioid deaths, and ODA, opioid treatment admissions-slash-addiction, and annual prescription opioid sales, i.e., MME per capita, were validated, 91% less than are 2 less than 97%, with statistically significant, positive slopes. Greater than. Greater than Aubrey and Carr, front. Payne Rees, August 4, 2022. Greater than Secretary Payne Research Methods, https colon slash slash doi.org slash 10.3389 slash pain.2022.884674. Criminalization of pain care and doctors in America. We conclude that Section 841's knowingly or intentionally mens rea applies to the accept as authorized clause. Dr. Blee's cat sees all. Ren Blair RPH, Newcastle, Wyoming. So, the DEA says doctors can't dose opioids for chronic pain outside the 90 MME range since that would be against the CDC guidelines or in other words off-label. By the way, MME is a false dosing parameter since opioid medications are dosed as per their own specific drug-to-weight-effect ratio as determined through pre-release chemical and biological study. Correct? However, according to the CDC and the DEA, it is alright to use buprenorphine alone or in combination with naloxone as an off-label treatment for chronic pain although it is not comprehensively proven to actually be a better treatment in chronic pain especially complex pain over opioids. What is wrong with this picture? Council for Racial Justice, Shulu Ruan v. United States Opinion of the Court. MET must prove beyond a reasonable doubt that the defendant knowingly or intentionally acted in an unauthorized manner. We vacate the judgments of the courts of appeals below and remand the cases for further proceedings consistent with this opinion. It is so ordered. How DOJ DEA prosecutors have manipulated data to obtain indictments and convictions against providers doing their jobs. Supreme Court Ruan Khan v. United States, we conclude that Section 841's knowingly or intentionally mens rea applies to the accept as authorized clause. This means that in a Section 841 prosecution in which a defendant meets his burden of production under Section 885, the Govern. Ren Blair RPH, Newcastle, Wyoming. It's a shame the prosecutors want to come up with anything to win and throw justice out of window is appalling. The Holy Trinity was not in any way connected to medical professionals. Just because the police or DEA uses those words doesn't mean it's medically disallowed. I would rather trust a doctor on the legal standard of prescribing, not the government. What proof did they have? Just someone say so? Of course, we all know what happened. Non-medical users migrated to more dangerous drugs supplied by the black market, 
first to heroin, then to heroin and fentanyl, and now roughly 90% of opioid-related overdose deaths involve fentanyl. Along with that migration came a surge in overdose deaths, directly resulting from non-medical users switching from pharmaceutical-grade diverted prescription pain pills, of known purity and dosage, to more potent, impure, and deadly opioids made and sold in the black market. Sometimes there is something staring you right in the face. It's so obvious, but you either can't see it or just refuse to. For the better part of a decade, there has been an obvious logical disconnect staring us in the face, while there has been enormous pressure on medical providers and hospitals to curtail their prescribing of opioid analgesics drug overdose deaths have soared during that time. Yet, lawmakers and lobbying groups refuse to acknowledge that by any measure, the strategy of addressing burgeoning numbers of drug overdose deaths by cutting off the supply of prescription opioid medications has been a dismal failure. But now, a critically important study published in the journal Frontiers in Pain Medicine should make it more difficult for policymakers to unquestionably follow a deeply flawed plan. Josh Bloom, August 19, 2022. Beginning with the reversal of Dr. Shaquille Khan's conviction, and now the reversal Dr. Stephen Henson's, my office continues its efforts to dismantle a corrupt system that has scapegoated doctors for an opiate crisis for which they are not responsible. No more will mere negligence be morphed into drug trafficking by federal prosecutors who want to appear to be fighting the opiate crisis while, in actuality, punishing chronic pain patients who need their doctors. Attorney, Bo Brindley Chicago, Illinois. Meanwhile, patients whose pain had been well controlled with long-term opioid therapy were abruptly tapered or cut off from pain meds by doctors afraid they may get a visit from law enforcement or lose their license for overprescribing pain meds. Many patients become pain refugees, some of whom seek relief in the dangerous black market or sometimes turn to violence or suicide. Similarly, many patients are undertreated for acute pain. Demonstration by Dr. Neil Onand, MD on DOJ DEA outlier data misused in government targeting packages against healthcare providers. If you torture the data for long enough, you can make them say anything. In my view, that is exactly what US CDC and DEA have been doing with their deliberate conflation and mischaracterization of research results on medical prescribing versus opioid-involved overdose mortality. Richard Lawhern, Ph. Andrew Kolodny, MD of Prop the Ultimate Subject Matter Cocksuckers. DEA is an organization of reprobates a culture of corruption within law enforcement which is tolerated. Andrew Collidnil, Maryland. For now, you are within. DEA, an organization of reprobates, a culture of corruption within law enforcement which is tolerated. The norms.